Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. I'm so excited to be back on another episode of Your Brand Amplified, and I am here with Steve Zuckerman. Steve, you wear many hats, as do um, many of my guests uh, who come on to talk about their brands. So I'd love for you to introduce yourself because you are a digital marketer, you're a director, producer. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of things. You're right. And uh, that's just kind of part of the battle. You know, that's what we do. Um, and, uh, you know, to introduce myself, oh, I'm not so good at it, but, you know, I'm Steve Zuckerman. Um, <clears throat> as, as you mentioned, I'm an independent uh, film uh, producer and director and uh, also a, a digital marketer as well. I come from a marketing background and advertising background from when I was a little boy. Um, my father, uh, I, I watched my father for years and he's still going strong at age 83. Um, but, you know, for my, my, my goal has always been, and it came from watching my dad, you know, he, he always was he never, his clients were never just clients. I know I've, I've actually said this before in other interviews, but they, you know, they became his friends. They became like family to him. And he, he had a lot of success because of that. You know, he, he, he never looked at people like they were just a number or they were a dollar sign. He, he wanted to be successful, uh, create success for them. Um, and that always meant a lot to me. Um, because there's a lot of people that are more, you know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of places that are more transactional, but, you know, he wasn't that way. And I didn't want to be that way. I wanted to kind of follow him. I learned a lot from him. And uh, as I moved, you know, from marketing to film, I brought that with me, um, where, where we would create campaigns for our clients that made, it created an awareness of an issue or of a, of a situation or a cause or, or somebody in need for uh, within the marketing world and the advertising world, I, I took that into film with me, and I I love to uh, I love to produce <clears throat> content that that supports or lifts up another individual or a group uh, for so they'll have their own opportunity to be heard. As, you know, I like to say my company's called Soapbox. Step up, be heard. You know, and and you, you kind of see how that connects there you know that's what a soapbox is for and traditionally when we think about a soapbox we think about you know possibly a preacher or or maybe even a a, a politician or just somebody representing um a group that that maybe isn't as well represented as they should be mm -hmm. uh standing up and and starting to shout and, and make some noise and speak uh, about what's important and try to get people to pay attention uh and and support that that effort so that's what drives me that's the passion behind what i do and, and that's you really are an evangelist and you you're now using film as your medium and i think that that's how we met through a yeah. mutual friend who introduced us because my work is very heart-centered and very driven by cause oriented people and making sure i can promote them and what they're trying to get out in, in a different way but in the same way that you are and so that's where we intersected and you have so many interesting projects that you're working on, particularly one that you're working on right now about cancer, right. about the pink virus. So I'd love for you to tell our audience a little bit about sure. what that project is, what it means to you, why now? 
Sure. Well, you know, the pink virus is uh, focused on the work of uh, well, one uh, woman, uh, one doctor, uh, Dr. Kathleen Ruddy, who I've known and worked with for some time, <clears throat> and uh, her discovery of the existence of a breast cancer virus, mm. a virus that causes a good deal of breast cancer. I'm not going to say all because it doesn't it doesn't cause all, but it, it's been proven at this point to um, to be the cause of up to possibly 94% of all human breast cancer. And yeah, I, when I learned about this, I was shocked. I, you know, I, I, like everybody else, I said, well, you know, well, you know, how, how do we know <clears throat> about this virus? And she took me into the history that goes back to 1936 when it was first discovered, it was called the mouse mammary tumor virus discovered in mice. It's now uh, called the human mammary tumor virus, HMTV. Um, but this research, this work that she had been doing went back to, like I said, uh, 1936. I, I was, and I was shocked to learn that this, this had existed and there was, there was plenty of medical evidence and, and there was a, a good amount of research that had been done to prove it. And a great number of amazing people who have been you know, standing up for this and, and fighting to uh, create a preventative vaccination program. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one vaccine in development right now, but I, I I just couldn't believe that it's we're this far, this many years later, and we still don't have a preventative vaccine, or or, or there there isn't more financial support for preventative measures. Um, maybe I, you know, I, I I I'm like a kid. I'm a little naive sometimes, and I'm like, well, wait, that that can't be possible. Why would that be? Somebody must have missed something. Well, unfortunately, you find out you know, this world runs on dollars and, you know, cancer itself, breast cancer, these are big industries. There's a lot of money to be made in treating disease, treating breast cancer, and there never will be as much money to be made in preventing a disease, obviously. I mean, if you just think about it, that's just, that's not gonna, that's not gonna be a big uh, moneymaker. But at the same time, you say to yourself, this is not, you know, when do our lives become more important? Right. Um, <laughs> and I mean, everybody is affected by breast cancer, if whether it's somebody in your immediate family, somebody in your extended family, somebody, you know, down the street, men, women, right? Man. there's nobody who's untouched. So it's baffling to me in the same way it's baffling to you. And I don't think it's naivety. I think it's if there had been maybe more if it had been more brought to light in that early phase when it was first discovered and then it was discovered how prevalent it is in humans, maybe that's a moment in time when it would have been a different conversation and they would have been looking for a vaccination or a cure at that point before it became this big industrial complex of cancer. It gets politicized, you know, and, you know, as so many things do, it becomes about money, it becomes about some sort of, you know, political agenda and it's just um it's just sad you know and in that that permeates not just this project but other projects i have one i have and another one i have actually in mind um but it's uh it's just you know it, it really when i when i was introduced to dr ruddy i i saw an opportunity and i said you know Let's see if we can do something. And now, and as I've mentioned before, there are other groups out there that are, you know, saying similar things. But I thought, being a filmmaker, I was uniquely positioned to be able to create a project that might be able to get a lot of eyeballs. I mean, you mm -hmm. said I'm an evangelist, but you know, I mean, I, I it, 
I, you, that's what you see, you know, a, a, a preacher or a reverend or a pastor can stand up in front of a large audience and make a difference. Well, with film, we have that same opportunity. And just briefly, I mean, I got inspired. I, I, I'm Jewish. I, my family's you know, come from a Jewish background. Um, and I, I'll never forget what really got me was when I saw Schindler's List for the first time. And I, and I sat in that movie theater and I, I was just like all of us, I think just like shocked and, and I still show so blown away at the, at the end of the film um, about when Oscar Schindler was saying, I could have done more. I could with this, with this watch right here, I could have done more with this ring. I could have saved three more lives. I mean, I sat in that theater and I watched people and as, as those credits rolled, they didn't move. They did not move. And I said, wow, nobody's rushing to get out. Everybody's just so taken. Now, if we can, if we can use film to create an action, not just a, walk out and say, wow, that was a great film. Wow, amazing. But if we can get get the, the people who watch to actually do something with what they learn, to take an action, to start to demand for certain things to change or to be part of that change, not to sound cliche, but be a part, you know, be the change you want to yeah. see in the world. You know, we have we have an opportunity to create movements. We have opportunity opportunity to create change. And um, that's not an easy thing to do. And there's a lot of battles, as you well know, um, you know, it's, it's, you're going to have a lot, you're going to, you have to be willing to understand that you're going to fail uh, at times. And, and then you have to say, well, okay, that didn't work. Well, let's try this. And you have to know that, that the cause is what's important at the end of the day. It's not about you succeeding or failing um, in your mind. It's about actually accomplishing something where you really make a difference uh, in the long run. So that's what we're trying to do. You know? well, and that's, that was actually rolls right into my next question. So you're using the film as a vehicle. You're, you've interviewed um, yeah. families that have gone through breast cancer. You have more interviews that you'd like to capture um, and the storytelling angle, but then ultimately, like you said, you're trying to create change. So what are some of the advocacy steps that you're hoping that this project will, you know, cause to come right. to fruition? Well, uh, you know, Dr. Ruddy, uh, uh, one of the things that she'd like to do is create a national registry of uh, women who are willing to donate their breast tissue to be tested for this virus. Wow. Um, and it's not, it doesn't require women to come in and, you know, and go through a surgical process because most of these women have already been the point is they've been diagnosed with breast cancer and their tissue, they're already, it exists and it, and mm -hmm. it can be used. Um, but, you know, the, from an advocacy perspective, doing that and also, you know, creating this level of awareness that can not be ignored, um, you know, turning to our elected representatives and saying, okay, here you go, here's proof, you know, here's definitive proof that this virus causes breast cancer, a large majority of it, what are you gonna do with your dollars now? Yeah. What are you gonna demand the philanthropies, the larger philanthropies do with a larger percentage of their dollars? I'm not saying that they don't spend money on research, but you would be blown away to know that a very small percentage of the money that goes to some of these larger philanthropies only goes to research, not, not as much as you would think. And you know, our goal is to make that enough noise to make that change you know to 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 call these call these groups out to say hey we're all aware we know what's going on 
now you need to do your job or we will not allow you to be in business anymore. Essentially, we will not let you operate. Um, and that's, that's something that I think we can do, but we have to create a critical mass. There has to be enough of us that are making that demand and, and that are doing something about it. I mean, we have to go to Washington, D.C. We have to introduce these things and, uh, and, and get rep representatives behind us to introduce them, to introduce bills. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's, a it's a, again, it's just a matter of creating a critical mass so that it can't be ignored. It can't mm -hmm. be set aside. And I, I don't, I know I'll talk forever, but, you know, <laughs> we talk about COVID. Right. You know, I started the pink virus a while ago. We made a good amount of progress. Then I kind of stopped for a little while because I was getting worn out. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> an, not an easy project. And it's also a lot of learning for me. I'm not a doctor, you know, and I'm gathering all this information from doctors and, and reading these abstracts. And I'm like, oh, my God, I should have gone to medical school. Um, so, I, you know, I, I took a little uh, break there for a little bit. And then when COVID hit, and I saw us as a, as a, as a globally being able to, to, you know, to get moving and to create multiple vaccines. Yeah. I said to myself, my goodness, well, why aren't we doing this for breast cancer? Why is this not happening? Is it, and I hate to, some of the conclusions that come into my mind, I hate to think about like, oh, is it because it's women? Are women being so marginalized? Again, it's just women. At least that's what most people think. Um, it, you know, it's money. It's just, it's just sad to think it is those things. But when you start to learn how much evidence exists, you can't come to any other conclusion. You're like, the, the evidence is right here. Why isn't the work being done? It's hard to come to any other conclusion. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's hard. And it's, do you think there would be a point in time when uh, you said there is a vaccine that's in trials now or going into trial? Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to go into trials. Uh, yeah, Dr. Tuihi, uh, who is a colleague of Dr. Ruddy's, and he's he's an immunologist at the Cleveland Clinic, and he's had this vaccine in the works for quite some time. Um, and I, I, my last understanding, I thought I know they were themselves, you know, raising money, um, and uh, and they were going to move into I think some preliminary human trials possibly this year. Mm. But what you know, just 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 what's it's confusing. And, and I believe me, I still try to hard to understand it is this vaccine doesn't do everything. You know, it's not the, where it's one shot and we prevent all the breast cancer. It's not that simple. There's a number of ways to attack breast cancer and there's a number of kinds of breast cancer as well. Um, so it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a complex problem. It's going to take, as I've said before, just as I say, it's going to take, there are other voices out there, but it's going to take a lot of voices. So there's work being done at one clinic, uh, obviously the Cleveland Clinic, a very uh, reputable and respected clinic, um, but there needs to be more work being done. It, this is just a, 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 a start. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So you're in the process of raising funds for the film and Pink Virus Film is the website people could That's go right. to and get information about fundraising efforts, donation efforts, get how to get involved. Um, what's next? Hopefully you get the funding, you fin you, you're able right. to finish the film, you're able to create this registry and go to Washington and just get right. more people involved in the movement. Right, start to demand that uh, our, our uh, representatives get involved in the movement. Um, 
you know, it, and unfortunately, it seems like sometimes you have to, I don't want to say threaten, but you have to, you have to really put it out in front of everybody and make a demand if you want to see a change uh, come to be. You, you can't always just uh, quietly and nicely ask, <laughs> you know, so that, you know, obviously we see what movements can do. And historically, I mean, there's, there's so many uh, amazing movements from Black Lives Matter movement recently. I mean, there's, so many things necessary. Uh, and, and that's, that's the kind of stuff we need. I mean, I dream of a million women, million women march on Washington, you know, I mean, it, it you know, whatever it takes, you know, we have to, we have to, uh, we have to make those sort of demands. And we, we also need more people to be involved. I mean, me producing a film, I can't do it by myself, you know, and, and, and creating the buzz around it can't be done by one or two people. Um, so I, I, you know, I think I, I would love to see younger people get involved, young women um, who, who may have been touched by breast cancer. Maybe they lost a mother or an aunt or a sister or a grandmother, but, you know, young people have the energy, you know, and they, <laughs> they're, I mean, I, I like to think I still have energy, but, you know, I mean, you know, we, we need them to kind of help push this, this thing forward because they, they don't want to see their sisters, their daughters, um, or, you know, just their family go through the loss of, an, of somebody, you know, we need to, we need to recruit as many people to join our army as we can. <laughs> you know? So that's it. Wow. Well, I know that it's a lot of work and effort to put into this film and other film projects because everything you're doing is so, you know, they're passion projects, they're cause oriented. They have really amazing messages but it's so rewarding i mean even just like i've mentioned i mean we just the responses we get the comments that i get i mean i have a good friend from high school who's battling breast cancer and she's wow. going through into so many treatments and she reached out to me i haven't talked to her in forever and just you know her support her her you know hearing that that level of support from your friends family even strangers um is it keeps you it keeps driving you forward even though you may not have gotten to where you want to get to yet you're like okay there are people who believe in this and and it's going to make a difference just got to keep on keep on driving forward so awesome so what is next for you well uh right now you know i like like you mentioned we're you know we're we're running a fundraising you know it's really kind of a it never really ends you know we, we keep going because there's so much more we can do you know from producing the film to then creating the registry to then you know uh, uh supporting the research with funding too so that's not that's it's kind of a non-stop effort um uh you know and it, it doesn't live in a vacuum um so at the moment you know i'm i'm writing uh right now uh i've got Dr. Ruddy's book, uh, The End of Breast Cancer, is what this film project is based on. Um, you know, we have a documentary, as you know, we're trying to finish uh, to gather the funding to finish the doc. And then I want to go straight into creating a dramatic film wow. uh, where we're, I'm actually, all, we're already starting the casting process for Dr. Ruddy's role. Um, I just think, you know, there's, there's no shortage. You, there, you can't do enough for this. Um, Documentaries are amazing, but you know we know dramatic films tend to get more eyeballs. You know, so we we're we're hitting it that way as well. Um, so you know, we just keep on moving forward. I'm I'm writing, um, adapting 
uh, with a with a, a few other writers uh, adapting Dr. Ruddy's book and uh, gathering research to continue moving forward on, and telling her story. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. How can people find you and um, find out about everything else that you're, you have going on? Uh, you know, I wish I'd like, I keep wanting to say my website, but my website could use an update. Uh, <laughs> that is soapboxentertainment.com. You could go there um, and, and find me there. Um, but you can also find, uh, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn as well. You just look up uh, Steve Zuckerman, you know, you find me on LinkedIn is a good place. Um, also on Facebook, of course, and Instagram. And the Pink Virus is on all these platforms as well. Pink Virus Film. Uh, as well on social. So you can uh, find me any of those ways, you know, <laughs> so. Great. Well, thank you again. And I encourage everybody to check out the social media, see how you can get involved, look at the website. This is a cause. There, there's nobody who has not touched the double negative <laughs> by oh. breast cancer. You know, I, I'm lucky that my mom and my immediate family, you know, are not affected, but I have aunts. I have many aunts, my mom's cousins, multiple cousins in her family um, who've all been affected. And this isn't something that happens in one place, it's global. And right. the amount of money being put into research and into funding solutions is so minuscule and it, that needs to be changed. So help us with raising up your voices, letting people know what's going on with this project and Steve, thank you for all the hard work that you're putting into it and to the other endeavors. We'll have to bring you back on and talk about some of your other projects. Sure, sure. Uh, I know we, that this is a particular moment in time. We wanted to have you on and talk about uh, this film and the implications uh, and the difference it can make. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Look forward to, uh, look forward to continuing uh, as, as we go. You know, we're happy to hop on again and talk more about this project and other projects. And uh, I definitely appreciate what you're doing, Annika. Your work and your team's work is, uh, is a huge part of this, uh, this, this, this process. So we couldn't do it without you. Well, thank you. And audience, thank you for being back for another week of Your Brand Amplified. And we'll be back again next week. Want more tips and tricks? Check us out online at www.annikapr.com on social media at Annika Jackson PR, or join our three-month PR Incubator Bootcamp for small businesses via www.princubator.com.